Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest, Gray Baker. I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. I'm Allegra and this child is a blessing for the both of us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Oh man. What? Oh, oh man! <laughs> you want to tell? Want to tell them what we do here? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what we do each week is one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued, while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up, and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of po- punishment chosen by the winner. This week is the second installment of our fa-la-la-la latchkey oh. sibs. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I, was almost, I almost said ho-ho-ho. Um, in which the movies are randomly selected uh, based on movies we drafted. So this week, Allegra is the defender, and she is defending the Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon holiday hit... Four Christmases. Hit. <laughs> Guys, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It's not Grease 2. <laughs> it was fine. I had genuine laughs during this watch. There were like some bright spots. I'm not saying it was good. I don't know. My scores maybe are too low, but maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I, hopefully I can finesse you out of it. Because, guys, it, it was fine fine i didn't have a great time i thought it was like a solid like <laughs> just you know like whatever hey, hey we'll get into yeah, it yeah. we'll get into it yeah brief summary of the movie <laughs> brad and kate have been together three years in love having fun doing all sorts of things together with no intention of marriage or children christmas morning they're on their way to fiji having told their two sets of divorced parents that they're off to do charity work. Through a fluke, they have no choice but to visit each of their four idiosyncratic parents. As the day progresses, Brad and Kate remember growing up, each learns more about each other. Sorry, each learns more about the other, and Kate realizes that her life may not be as good as it could be. Do they know each other well enough to weather the storms families bring? By Jay Haley. <laughs> oh boy! It, it was an email. I won't. I won't box the email. <laughs> but it's Jay Haley. Jay Haley, don't put your email on the internet. Like, what are you doing? I know. And how that was so long. Yeah, not as long as the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the holiday movies, like people really just want to make sure you know what you're in for. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so this movie came out in November 26, 2008. So Holland was 16, Allegra was 14, and I was 11. I don't, I honestly don't know if I saw it in theaters. I know for a fact I've seen this movie once before. I think we all saw it one time in theaters together as a family. And then never again. Yeah. That's, I, I, which side of the family I did we see it with? I don't even remember. I want to say mom. Like, it might have been like, we might have even gone with like our step sibling. It might have been just like a. We might have even been in SoCal. Like, I don't remember. I feel like we were, like, forced to see this movie as a family because it was, like, this is the most palatable. This is, like, the, like, yeah, the most neutral thing that everybody can, like, semi-agree on. And, like, the Zimmermans fell asleep in the theater anyway. We should have just seen whatever we wanted, but (laughs) I honestly don't remember. If only that's how that worked. Yeah, I don't remember. Do you remember when we paid, well, not we, but remember when we saw Anchorman 2 in the fancy theater? At the Grove. Yeah, at, on at the Grove. Like, those tickets must have been like 20 bucks a pop for all seven of us, and every single Zimmerman passed out in the first 15 minutes. Remember we saw Amelia, that boring Amelia Earhart movie oh. <laughs> with Swank oh in like San God. Diego or something? Yes. Fuck that movie. It was in San Diego for Thanksgiving and it was so yeah. boring. <laughs> it it was, looked like my ninth grade English teacher. That was the only one where I was like, I don't blame them for falling asleep in this one. Fucking <laughs> seriously. I almost fell asleep I in remember, that one. And I like. I remember when we were kids and we went and saw Charlotte's Web in theaters. Oh, I wasn't. And Amanda fell asleep for the entire movie, but then woke up like two minutes before the the spider dies, and then she like bawled her eyes out. I'm like, you have no connection to this movie. That was her birthday party. Like, we wouldn't have even seen Charlotte's Web if she didn't want to see it for her birthday party. We're with all of her friends. She passes out and then is bawling her eyes out. Like, she was inconsolable all the way out of the theater. How old was she? Too old. When did fucking Charlotte's Web Let me see. Let me see when it came out. Let us not forget, when Amanda was maybe 12 years old, we watched Air Buddies. And she, she was so it was 2006. Okay, so, so she was turning 10. Okay, uh, okay, maybe. Okay, that's right. still that's right. not that's Listen, not too old. This, it's traumatic to wake up to a spider's <laughs> die, death. I, like, but when she watched Air Buddies and she freaked out and screamed for an hour, literally screamed. I was asleep in the other room and I was awoken by screams because she thought the dog napper was gonna come get her. I'm like Amanda, you're a human. <laughs> Even if there was a dog napper in the neighborhood, you're not on his radar. <laughs> and you don't have a dog. You don't even have a dog. <laughs> oh, boy. You are so far from his target market. I know. Just like, listen, you're more yeah. likely to die by the hands of one of us, statistically. <laughs> or like in a car accident. Like, <laughs> that's what you tell a child to make Especially a if she screams. <laughs> Um, anyway, we're talking about four Christmases. Do we have any? Four Christmases. Uh, well, oh, pre-watch, pre-watch, pre-watch notes? notes. Should we just do that? Um, I guess I'll go. 
pretty sure we saw this in theaters as a family. Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon always avoid Christmas with their families, but their flight gets canceled, so they have to go this year. I feel like all their families suck. That's all I. That's all I had. <laughs> I really did not remember. I didn't really remember anything from this movie. I will say. Yeah. Oh, Allegra. Um, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I barely remember a goddamn thing about this movie. <laughs> I don't remember hating it. Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon are both children of divorce, and they have to visit all four parents for Christmas. I don't really remember. I think it was, like, maybe they wanted to all avoid all the parents by going on a trip, but then the trip got canceled, and so they ended up somehow promising to visit all of their parents, and they're all in different levels of annoying. And I'm going to go ahead and guess cringe. Um, he, like, maybe they, like, questioned their marriage? So I thought they were already married. And then I know at the end Reese Witherspoon is pregnant, and they leave it up open-ended. <laughs> about like will there be a sequel I don't know why I thought there was like a sequel ending <laughs> you're like convinced <laughs> cliffhanger they're like alright yeah this thing we need to make a I series I mean you still vaguely remembered more things than I did <laughs> yeah I remember like I'm like they definitely go on a trip um I know that his name is not his real name, but I don't remember what it was. I didn't remember any of that. Wow, you remember way that. more about this movie. <laughs> I don't remember any of that. I think as the movie started, the more I was like, okay, I definitely remember his brothers have, like, place names, and he has a dumb place the only, name. There was only one other, th- there was only one thing that as I was watching this, I was like, oh, yeah, but it was literally one thing, and I'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. It's not even, I don't even know. Go Gray. for it, <laughs> um, Vince Vaughn takes, or wait, Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon have divorced parents and have to spend Christmas with all of them after their flight to Hawaii or something gets canceled. Um, John Favreau is in it as, like, a douche, I think, mm-hmm. and they're, they play Taboo, and he and his wife are really good at it. And um, I remember the, um, fuck, sorry, this part I didn't write down, but I did remember it before the movie started, that they like have some weird like role play shit happen in the very beginning of the movie. You remember that too? I just remember, I just remember that. And then that John Favreau's in it as a douche and like the taboo that they're really good at it. Wow, you guys remembered way more than I did. I truly did not remember anything between their names are place names, <laughs> and I think there's a baby at the end. Like the <laughs> everything the movie, else, it's like I was watching it for the. I first didn't time. remember the church thing at all. Okay, guys. Oh my god! The no. jump, jump was like maybe vaguely familiar, but. Yeah, once also, it like, was referenced, mom, I kind of remember the, the jump jump. The friend was like vaguely yeah. familiar. Once it happened, please don't poke my booster oh, arm. Forgot, forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, but what, yeah, everything else I was like, I don't remember any of this. Once they got to Vince Vaughn's mom's house, I'm like, oh, I feel like she's fucking his childhood friend. <laughs> um, anyway, before we get too in the weeds, um, should we do our scores? Yeah. All right. Nostalgia. I have a three. You go first, Holland. 
I too have a three. <laughs> Sit through ability. I have a four. I had an eight. Wow. I did enjoy watching this movie because it was the first time I've watched a movie stoned in a really long time. <laughs> I think it really heightened my viewing experience. I'm sure. Um, appropriate for children. Appropriate for children. <laughs> my, so now I'm like question it i'm like i have a seven i didn't think it was like horrible it really was fine yeah guys. <laughs> they don't even i had a one. a one a one gray a there one? was not a single moment of this movie that i thought was appropriate for children great what you're putting this below like beetlejuice and like every Adam Sandler movie. Right yeah, it's now. lower than every Adam Sandler they movie. They barely <laughs> swear in this movie. Yeah, I didn't think it was that the bad. Driving the the driving force, like the driving plot of this movie, is so unattainable for a kid to make out. I don't think. I guess so. this is calling and into question. I just didn't think there was any as appropriate for children. Because I thought appropriate for children just meant you could put like show a child this and they wouldn't be traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Not that this was made specifically <laughs> to appeal to children, because it clearly was not. But no, not as a ton of the movies we have watched. Yeah, like Austin Powers was not made for children, but we watched it all the time. Like Grease was not made for children, but we watched it all the time. I feel like you could put like this movie is like. 80%. But those movies at least have some redeeming factors to them, whereas this one did not. This is different like, from enjoyability, Gray. Yeah, but this is also... I know. 80... I put a high enjoyability score. But this is 80% slapstick. Like, kids love that shit. Yeah, the bounce house scene, kids love violence and peeing on things. Like And, a, like, the whole, a, like, right, falling off room. the roof and the dish. Hey, Holland, are you defending this movie? No, I'm just saying. She's just, I, I just think grow. a one is so There's room low. to grow. <laughs> Gray, there is room to grow. Okay. Like Borat is a one for children. <laughs> the, like he, yes, I would agree. This is not this is on the same just, level as Borat. Just because a child may not find this. Oh my god, guys! Doesn't mean it's inappropriate guys, for them. This is the pre-show. I'm not changing the pre-show. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll get into it. All right. Does it hold up? I have a four. <laughs> I also have a four. <laughs> We'll get into it. Can I wanna... we follow this? I have a five. I had a nine. I thought, it. yeah, like the the well, the only thing that I thought was genuinely like so out of left field, where I'm like that would never happen, is them just like getting called up to fucking perform at a church. The entire no, it's like. This whole movie is so anti, like, double income, no kids couple that, like, it, like, the whole movie is seem, like, I, no, this movie doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, what is the point of this movie? They don't learn oh, anything. I know the and point. The, the solution to their problems is having a baby, which is something that they both stated at the beginning that they didn't want. Pod. And now they all of a sudden want a baby. I'm like, what part of this day 
convinced them to want children. Han, I <laughs> like, am so glad you asked what the point of the movie was. Because I know the point of the movie, Holland. And Han, maybe it's a little yeah, bit so above your I. head. Maybe it's a little too cerebral and like you didn't get it. You mm-hmm, know, that's mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the point of the movie is uh, the artistic expression of why uh, it's like it's inc- you're allowed to not talk to your toxic families. Like the entire movie, three out of four of these parents are kind of sh- crap. Reese Witherspoon's mom and her sisters are toxic as shit. And at no point in the movie does it go, but you should still hang out with these people all the time. Like, no. It is totally fine to have limited contact about, with your shitty, awful families who tortured you as a child. And also, it's important to have healthy communication for your relationship to continue moving on. But they didn't. The whole movie was exposing how they did not have healthy communication. And then at the end, they were just, the only thing that they talked about at the end wasn't like, I didn't know any of these things about you. You don't talk to me about anything. Like, I feel like you really shut me out when I'm trying to talk to you. They're like, you wanted a baby? Okay, I guess we can talk about that's one thing. Like, I feel like we did not really address any of the problems. I don't know. I think that the him coming to John Voight's house at the end was him going, listen, I found talking about children scary, so you brought up children today, so we're talking about children. Like, they could have talked about anything, but they both realized that day that they didn't know a lot about each other. So that was just the first step into having healthier communication in their relationship. And I think that children and marriage are just really big ticket items that do make or break relationships. So it makes sense to me that the thought of having kids broke the relationship. And if that's the thing that broke it, that's the first topic to address if you want to mend it. And listen, we don't know what happened in the next three months. <laughs> if Before we, they got pregnant. If we... <laughs> We can only, using context clues, realize that they escaped their families. They went back to being the most codependent, disgusting, annoying, coupley couple that has ever existed. I mean, that was really working for them. It though. was. I honestly for them. was like, before the family shit happened, I'm like, they're doing great. They are living their best lives. They're going to like dance classes. They are. They know who they are, which is why I'm like, I don't know, like. Why did this one family explosion upend like their entire lives? I think it would. Can I can yeah, I get something it, in? Go for mm-hmm. it. According to the director Seth Gordon, the film's subject is the difficulty all people have of reconciling who they are and the person they're supposed to be, which is why it's so hard to spend Christmas with one's family and why it can endanger. Ease or sorry engender uneasiness naturally he also felt christmas was an amazing playground for comedy (laughs) (laughs) comedy yeah it's like this is a couple that is not very good at communicating about deep things they're have they're having such a good time together that they're afraid that if they talk about their real selves the good times will end and so maybe somewhere along the way they convince themselves that they must continue to be dinks 
because they think that's the only way to keep their good relationship going. And the whole point of the movie is for them to realize that the relationship doesn't have to end if they do broach these very serious conversations. And once that door opened, maybe they did realize kids maybe eventually if we want them and maybe the condom broke or maybe she had cough medicine i think you're giving this movie a lot of credit and i think you're filling in a lot of gaps that the movie did not really give you i'm not saying they executed it (laughs) amazingly i'm not saying this was an oscar winning (laughs) performance i'm just saying that i think that's what the movie was going for well i know what the bigger question is here (laughs) hmm what the fuck was happening in that nightclub? <laughs> At the beginning? At the beginning? So confusing. What? I hated everything. What a bold opening to a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you, bitch. <laughs> what a weird way to open a movie to be like, look at these crazy characters. That is not who they are. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, (laughs) you don't know who these people are. Let us give you, let us, here's your intro to them. But wait, they're role playing. So So the first thing we learn about this couple is their extremely specific sexual fetish. (laughs) That's how we'll get to know them the best. Holland, do you know what my first note is? Mm -hmm. Her earrings, the nightclub earrings, look exactly like the Xenon earrings from Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. The one that's also like the chip. They looked more like crystally. They were just circle and shiny. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, my first note was, I, oh my I god, her name is Daphne. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> during the nightclub scene, I just made a note to say, if their relationship gets tested at all in this movie, I will not be surprised in the slightest based on that opening display of how they act around each other. <laughs> It's like, I can tell that these people are very happy together. They're insufferable. They're awful. Um, You can tell they have no friends, but they don't need friends because they have each other. I think they did a good job. Oh, my God. Symbolism. The reason the movie opened on them role-playing is because they haven't been truly honest with each other in the real relationship. They've been role-playing this whole time. It's so much easier for them to pretend to be other people because they're not being honest with themselves. Because they've been pretending to be other people the whole time. People who maybe want children. Man, does this deserve an Oscar? (laughs) Just Let's not get ahead of ourselves. If this movie gets an Oscar, so does Freaky Friday. Um, Also... Okay, but even though they're insufferable... I didn't mind them truth bombing the engaged couples because oh, no, it's I on them it. for being so presumptuous and like cocky and condescending towards them not wanting to get married. Or have yeah. kids. Or have kids. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I don't mind that because those people were cunts anyways for being like, you really don't? Isn't that what you want? And then, of course, it's what ends up happening. I think that's maybe also why it, it like, bothers me so much that they do end up having kids at the end. Because maybe because of that conversation at the beginning where they were, like, so matter-of-fact. They, they, like, really honestly, like, they knew what they were talking about. And they were, like, we don't want kids. Like, I don't want that responsibility. Like, we don't, like, it's fine. Like, it's good for other people, but not for us. And then at the end, it's like, ah! 
solve our problems with a kid. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not as harsh on it because I have known many people who were like, I am extremely convinced that this is what I want. And then some people, not everybody, change their mind. It happens. It also, like... Yeah, I know. They get into certain relationships. They're like, I didn't want kids with this person, but I did want kids with this person. I just, like, couldn't see... I just don't... Snip, snap, snip, snap. I don't think... (laughs) (laughs) I don't think the movie did a good job at showing me how her mind changed, you know? Vince Vaughn held a baby and there was music, Colin. What more do you need? (laughs) Like, all of their interactions with children in this movie were, like, (laughs) traumatizing and unpleasant. So by the end, I'm like, what? part of this day (laughs) made you want a child we don't even know if they did it by i i could not stop laughing when the kid was like google me bitch you might want to look me up sometime barbara oh my god i laughed so fucking hard there were really funny parts about this movie like the really funny yes yes there were some genuinely funny parts like listen the movie is like it's a, I think it's directed weird. I think Vince Vaughn's character doesn't always work. But there are I moments. I mean, it's just Vince Vaughn being Vince Vaughn. <laughs> no, I feel like this is a more neurotic Vince Vaughn. Like, really, at the end, he would not shut the fuck up. I was like, stop talking, Vince Vaughn. Stop vamping. <laughs> but, like, when he is Joseph, oh, my God. The, as soon as the church scene opened to when the church scene ended, I was laughing. I was genuinely <laughs> along for the ride in this movie. I there's more um, that I actually really really enjoyed, um, including I did like that. I did kind of like the interaction with the like best friend new stepdad, <laughs> and him, like I We're did find that friend. genuinely hilarious. Yeah. Um. He, he did do a pretty offensive Burmese impression. Yeah, yes. that wasn't great. <laughs> Listen, inexcusable racism. Guys, they said title of the movie in the movie. It's just my four Christmases. (laughs) (laughs) But it felt a little natural, maybe not as It was much more natural. I just had to call it out. Yeah. That I think it's like three movies in a row. Also, we haven't mentioned yet, this movie takes place in NorCal. It does, San Francisco. Oh my god, all of the Christmas... could you imagine... Could you imagine if the fucking airport shut down every time San Francisco had fog? Oh my god! I was like, this would destroy the economy. Unbelievable! Like the that yeah, would like never the world happen. would melt down. Yeah. Also, you wouldn't. <laughs> that would never happen. If you live in the city, you don't cross the Golden Gate. Bridge I know. To I get wrote to that SFO. down too. You do not cross the Golden Gate Bridge to get to the airport. I was like, are they going to San Jose? Maybe, but no. It explicitly says SFO. San Jose is south. I was like, I was trying to think of any reason why they would cross the Golden Gate Bridge. I was trying to be generous, but it said SFO. Maybe they live in the North Bay? I really don't know. No, but it, they show, like, city shots. The whole, like, yeah. the whole beginning of the movie, they're in the city. Also, just all of the Christmas. Maybe it's just the nightclub that's in the city. No, but they show a, a, uh, an aerial shot of their apartment. They walk into their apartment, and you can see that they're on top of a giant hill. Yeah, and, yeah, just, like, whenever, like, the whole okay. beginning of the movie, the, all of, like, the... Like set like scenery shots are like of the city, but also all of the Christmassy San Francisco like yeah. images. I'm like that is something that we are very familiar with. We would 
like almost always go into the city around Christmas. They showed Union around Square. Christmas they showed time, Union yeah. Square and the Macy's, and I was like, ah, I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I was in San Francisco on Saturday, so yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, but I mean, cool. but like specifically the Christmas Union time. Square sucks, by the specifically way. Specifically Christmas time. I'm, Yes, I know. But, like, hanging around Union Square Well, no, you wouldn't want to hang out there otherwise, but... <laughs> but that's where they have the giant Christmas tree. That's where, like, we had a terrible memory at the Cheesecake Factory. It's nostalgic. <laughs> okay, I have to say... It, yeah, th- no, I agree. I agree. This movie came out in 2008, which was, like, the odds were, like, a decade of really egregious and unfunny vomit humor. But I think the vomit scenes in this movie were pretty funny they were pretty good just to like rig a baby doll with an explosive little vomit and it's so sudden and shocking and it gets all over reese witherspoon and like vince vaughn is immediately like but he doesn't also barb 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 vomit barb i was like this is good this is pretty good guys like the fact that this movie is stacked with like really good comedic actors, I think helps lift it up from the terrible script. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I of the baby vomit scenes. No. 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 I thought this movie was um, too slapsticky. I hated it. It was pretty slapsticky. Also, like Vince Vaughn is not attractive enough to get that kind of attention. He's tall. Oh, apparently. with like, I mean, yeah, being tall really does go a long way. Like to these tiny, tiny blonde women, apparently that's their fetish. Okay. I do love the actress that plays Reese Witherspoon's mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mom from Step Brothers. <laughs> yes. I love her. Ted Danson's wife. She was great. <laughs> One day we'll learn her name. <laughs> Mary, it's like Mary Steenburgen uh, or something. Steenburgen Dorfer. <laughs> Shut up. Let me look it up. All right, then I'll vamp. Um, Mary Steenburgen. Spurgeon. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, anyway. What a shit, Mom. What a terrible family. <laughs> I know. Uh, so the, the Vince Vaughn's dad's house. This is, this is the humor that I think has aged the most poorly yeah. in the movie, where it's like, it's literally 2008 and you're making fun of poor people. Class differences are funny. And I'm like, this is bad. It makes me uncomfortable and <laughs> it's not funny. And you're like, the whole joke is that they are poor and like, quote unquote, like white trash. And I'm like, I, I don't like this. To be a little tiny baby bit fair. Vince Vaughn is punished for having this view. That is true. He is also extremely condescending with his family. Oh, he sucks. It's like, um, like it's like, on one hand, it's like, yeah, you, yeah, you should set boundaries, but also, don't be a dick of when you're setting the boundaries with your. Family. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> Especially when you know you have two brothers who are like short fused. Yeah, like and UFC semi-professional YouTube wrestlers or whatever. That's why the kid saying Google me, bitch, was so good because he deserved it. <laughs> also, John Favreau's wife seems... Vi- I wrote this down. I'm like, she is hot and seems very sweet. Yeah, oh my, I did love their yeah. relationship. I loved their taboo. So good. I loved their taboo, yes. like mind-melding. 
They were yes. on the same wavelength. I love how her hall pass is John Grisham. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican <laughs> Mexican dude. dude. <laughs> Ricardo Maltabon. <laughs> Their tab. That was one yeah, of the that was, few I did spots genuinely laugh at that. Yeah. Yeah, I did, Jen. And that was one of the few like moments I remember of this movie. And I think it's still held up to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm happy that when I was little, I thought this was funny. And I still think it's funny. Oh, yeah. The other, so but, the one other thing that I like remembered once it happened was <laughs> about her talking about breastfeeding and how it like ruins you. And I'm like, that like scarred me for life. I think that this was like the first time I was confronted with that information. And I was like, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like tire rubber, no. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, they do make having children really unappealing. But I also think that like their families just kind of suck. Like, I don't know. Like Vince Vaughn. Her dad seems fine. Yeah, John, Although apparently he was just like absent growing up. So I think that's his fault. But he's done a lot of growth. Yeah. He's definitely the best of all the parents. The, yeah. Like Vince Vaughn's mom yes. is also not as bad. But she's dating his friend and that's weird. I'm just saying. And creepy. That like maybe. Even though we didn't have sexual feelings for her until he was 30 or whatever. She's a Yeah, therapist. but what about her? Yeah, we don't know it's about her. It's still her son's friend. Yeah. I'm just saying she's not as bad. I yeah, no one. No one gave her any guff. Like, of the spectrum of the parents in this movie, there's only four. If you had to rank them from worst to least awful, John Voight's at the top at least awful. And then maybe closer towards the middle, but definitely still on problematic end, is Vince Vaughn's mom. Then uh, way at the bottom is Vince Vaughn's dad and Reese Witherspoon's mom. I think both of the moms are tied. You think that... Reese Witherspoon's childhood sounds so awful in that house. The fact that they were sh they were body shaming her since she literally popped out the womb. Yeah. No one talked to her for seven <laughs> years. And if anyone touched her, they would <laughs> pretend they had to wipe it off. She was traumatized. She had a lesbian girlfriend and had no idea. Very proud of Vince Vaughn for being like, listen, you experimented and that's fine. And if that's how you needed to grow as a person. I accept that. I'm like, look at that extremely woke take. Yeah, I did, appre I did appreciate it. I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Like, whatever made you you and your path to get to coming to me, it's like, this is, it's great. It like, made you a better kisser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a better kisser for I'm it. Saying, if, and you're a better kisser for if it. If Reese Witherspoon said, I never want to see my mom or sisters ever again, I'd be like, that's extremely fucking fair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm just thinking, I'm How, like, is, but like, yeah, it's, Again, I've I have been watching one a lot of SVU, and this is so genuine. The, like, oh, is, sorry. Is having a C-section something to look down on? That was oh. the most, that was the wildest conversation because from all that I've heard, having a C-section is incredibly painful. Like the recovery from a C-section is it incredibly painful. It dip, like I think I'm sure it depends no matter what. Like a natural birth recovery can also be incredibly painful i think it just i don't think like i just i don't think you like it's automatically easier to have a c-section I, I think reese witherspoon's comment of don't all moms want a natural birth is just to show how fucking ignorant she is about children um like because i've known to me it felt like a slight and that's why i'm like it what 
isn't like let her i guess let her do what she wants I don't know. I don't know. I I'm, I'm like, how, why would it be looked down upon? Well, no, I do know for. I didn't think it was a slight. I I think I think it leaned more ignorance because then her sister was like, "Not if you've had children before." Like, like not nah. if you've done it before. Yeah. Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> she's a great actress. She was given a really monstrous character, but she's good at playing those. But like, I had a teacher in high school who was like, "I've had three kids, all natural, no medicine." I'm like. Ah, that's hardcore. And I had a teacher in high school who was like, C-section all day, every day, dear God. So I think it really depends on the person and the pregnancy and their situation with their body. It all just sounds painful to me. No matter what, it's going to be painful. Yeah. There's a parasite. Guys, can you believe that Jon Favreau directed Iron Man and acted in this movie in the same year? (laughs) I looked that up as well. I'm like, I can't. The duality. I can't believe this man started the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then also humped John or Vince Vince Vaughn's arm. (laughs) He contains multitudes, man. And I find this person very boring, Um, but he's fine. Mandalorian was fine what <laughs> Mandalorian was fantastic I still haven't watched season two the first episode of season two was, was so, so boring. fucking boring. So boring I couldn't we fell asleep which one was <laughs> which one was the first episode the fucking cowboy ass who's the hot guy in the in both Timothy Oliphant yeah that episode yeah. Oliphant yeah fuck you guys it was so boring John Favreau it was, was great <laughs> John Favreau has good ideas, but it is an incredibly boring director. That's my hot take. You're a boring director. I mean, I can't direct at all. <laughs> How is there a southern church in Northern California? Listen, there's a, uh, a in like, giant... In like Marin. There's, there's a, uh, a place in the middle of California with like a 50-foot long Confederate flag inside. Like California. Yeah, but not everyone has a southern place. accent. I mean, maybe she's not originally I'm not saying, from California. She's a transplant. My head. But everyone in the church was speaking with Southern accents. It's a accents. cult. When, you, when you're a cult leader, <laughs> you move to California and you take your Southern followers with you. Yeah, he did have weird. It was like, we don't celebrate Christmas or we don't give gifts or whatever. All I'm right, like, is he a Jehovah's Witness? Like, what's going on? I was like, this is a cult. Your mom has, like, joined a cult. <laughs> I just listened to a whole episode of You're Wrong About About Heaven's Gate. This, Your mom is about to move to South America. Oh, God. Stay away from the Kool-Aid. Um, Flavor-Aid. Flavor-Aid, <laughs> Whatever. It was the other cult <laughs> that you Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Was... Potato, potato. No, no. Kool-Aid, flavor Wait, which one was which one was Jim Jones? That was um that was Flavor Aid. That was South American yeah. Flavor Aid. San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Heaven's Gate was Kool-Aid. Just you know, if anyone needs to brush up on their um a, like cults, um I know those two. Kilts. Kilts. <laughs> um, Vince Vaughn was such a cunty boyfriend in the second half of this movie oh my god so selfish especially in the church just from from the play forward for the rest of the movie was the worst before that i thought he was great and then after that i'm like okay so you're a piece of a huge piece of shit just doesn't want to hear her say anything she's like trying to like express her feelings her thoughts her concerns her like her troubles and he's like i don't want to hear it 
like he just completely shuts her down. It's so frustrating. I don't want to hear it because I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally says that, and it's you know it's not even veiled. I don't know if it's because we saw Kevin from The Office so early in this movie. Um, by the way, I'm pretty sure as a kid I was convinced that their weird office party was at the top of the cheesecake factory. And that's what I thought too, they, <laughs> because they showed Union Square and then the party. I'm like, are they at the cheesecake factory? <laughs> like, they like placed us there <laughs> with the nastiest cake I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, that I don't cake know. If looked bad. It's so the frosting gross. colors were so it weird. Looked like mustard. <laughs> It was weird. But I don't know if it's because he was going to Tropical Albany. Hilarious. <laughs> Great line. But I, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but I think that in my mind, Vince Vaughn turned into like a Michael Scott-esque office character. He became so like outrageously selfish and self-centered. But like clearly a bit like this is a comedy character. But it, it did start to feel really frustrating. Yeah. Now, in his defense... In his defense, Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon is horrible at taboo. <laughs> See, I was thinking, she's very bad. I'm like, this, this is a little gray esque. I'm not saying gray is Vince Vaughn in this movie, not at all. But the taboo scene, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Vince Vaughn actually like surprisingly handled it well, being buzzed in the face, like. I thought violence violence would happen in the Baker household. Yeah, I'm like I'm like <laughs> I feel like we are all very I can't dispute. competitive when it comes <laughs> to any kind of board game or whatever. Um we will not speak of trains. Um <laughs> and that's not even the worst. Gray wasn't there for that. That was during COVID. Trains. The I don't know if we should play trains. Ticket to Gray. ride. <laughs> Uh, we had a very tense uh, ticket to ride gameplay during quarantine last year with dad. Um, what what is ticket to ride? I'll tell you. I'll t- I'll explain it to you later. But I'm like I would also be losing my mind if my partner was that telling an entire story to give me a clue to a tablet yes. card. <laughs> and then she's mad that he's like just. You got to switch it up. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. It's because she saw... And, like, that was a reason that he didn't know her. It's like, what? Yeah, I mean... She'd clearly gotten in her head. She saw uh, Jon Favreau and his pregnant wife fucking kill it with, like, anecdotal stories. And, like, sort of his mom and the syrup thing happened, too. So she's, like... She's, like, feeling really insecure and a little bit jealous that, like, these couples have these stories that make them connected and sort of, like, mind-meldy. Um, but if she knew Vince Vaughn at all, she would know that he would just want to fucking crush it. And like, now is not the time to try and prove to yourself that your relationship is just as strong as the other ones. Yeah. It's time to like, don't think about it and just have fun and win. Um, but she was in her head and that's part of the impetus of what caused the, this, this car and scene, the scene in the car. I'm not high, you guys. I am... I am so. This is how I talk <laughs> normally. So yeah, Reese Witherspoon's horrible at taboo, but Vince Vaughn is worse at being a boyfriend. Yeah. True. 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 Also, Orlando movie. isn't even that terrible of a he name. He got the best one out of the three. Maybe he's like, I'm not Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> His last name is McVean. 
Is Orlando Bloom Hispanic? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I think mean, so. Maybe it's because it's like Orlando, Florida was originally settled by Spanish colonists. Like that's where my brain went. Is that I assumed it was just a. There's a, a Shakespeare name. character named Orlando. Like I don't know Shakespeare. <laughs> you judging me, Vince Vaughn? You judging me so elitist? I'm just saying it's like the least weird out of like. Dallas and Denver. I mean, I guess Dallas, Dallas isn't even that weird. Maybe Dallas was weirder in 2008, but with yeah. all these Instagram moms, I feel I like... I feel like that's a really popular... But Denver? I don't think anyone's name is Denver. John Denver? That's a last name. Um, anyway... It took me a long time to understand the reference in Dumb and Dumber when they're driving in, like, Kansas or something, or, like, Arizona... And Harry just goes, man, that that John Denver is full of shit because they think they're in Colorado. <laughs> um, it took me so long. And I didn't even understand it until I was just like thinking about the movie years later. Like it wasn't even when I was watching it that I had the revelation. And I just started laughing crazy to myself, man. just thinking... That John Denver's full of shit. Guys, <laughs> uh, like, I don't in think, like a desert. I love that movie. I don't think I've seen that movie at, at an age where I would have gotten all the jokes. Me neither. I haven't. I mean, maybe we got to put it on the wheel. Oh, it's definitely going yeah. on the wheel. That's a good oh, one. Oh, my though. roommate. <laughs> my roommate that lived with Meg and me used to watch it. And we would just quote it all the time. <laughs> guys um but this is not a dumb and dumber podcast no oh <laughs> god i wish we had watched dumb and dumber <laughs> me too I would yeah have a higher score right, i just want to throw out some notes that i have before we um wrap, wrap it up. up uh one um at the uh, the guy who's not kevin at the office party um <laughs> who like i know he's been in a lot of stuff the only thing i can think of is that he was in crazy ex-girlfriend for half a second I don't but he was know. talking about like his niece who's bad at singing and he's just like She's bad and she sucks. <laughs> I laughed and I was like, you know what? I got to start thinking positively about this movie. <laughs> uh, the next note I wanted to highlight is that they are driving all around California in a Range Rover. <laughs> a car with the worst gas mileage in all of existence. Remember when mom had a Range Rover? Mom, like they drove, they drive to four different. Mom homes. had a Range Rover. You were in Missouri, I think. But mom, yeah, mom, mom and Mark had, had one. In SoCal, yeah. Mom and Mark had one in SoCal for like three years. It got, they did. It got like eight miles to the gallon. <laughs> that piece of shit. It sucked to drive. It sucked to drive in LA traffic, and oh it had the worst gas mileage. And I'm like. You're driving to four different places in California in a Range Rover. They're stopping every eight minutes for gas. <laughs> and, like, when his stepdad best friend is like, I want to pay for gas. I'm like, take him up on it. <laughs> Make him hurt. <laughs> and in 2008, gas prices were crazy. I know. The crisis, the war, gas in California. Yeah. I, I started driving in 2008. I was 16. And gas prices were like at least $4. More. Over five in the summer. They're four seven right now. Oh god, horrible. <laughs> Do we have any other thoughts? Google me, bitch kid looks familiar. <laughs> Recently, he was in. He's in a lot of stuff. He was in Santa Clarita Diet as the son. He you went to high neighbor? school with one of my friends. 
Yeah, the neighbor's son. Oh, that was him? I yeah, Skyler something. He went to USC, I think, with me. and Or he went to high school with one of my buddies who I went to USC with. Oh, really? Uh, Reese Witherspoon's Yeah, Skyler Gisondo. Oh, yeah, yeah, Gisondo. yeah. He's from Manhattan Beach. He's funny. He's from Manhattan he was Beach. In, yeah. He was in Vacation. He was in Booksmart. Okay. Night at the Museum. He as was in the Wet Hot American one of the later, Summer. One of the later ones. He was apparently in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Do you think people enjoy it when we just list IMDb credits? He was young Sean on Psych for a bit. Ah, he's young Sean! One of them. That is how I know him. He's the other young Sean. The second young Yeah, Sean. that's him. Google me, bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Reece, well, do on. we want to close this bad boy up? I just wanted to, just one more note. Okay. And we could cut all this out. But similar vein to the Range Rover complaint, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is wearing Louboutins. I'm like, those are not walking shoes. Those are sit-down shoes. Those would be murder on your feet. You would you would not choose to spend They're not all, walking that much. But would you spend all day? All day in the pinchiest, like, murder shoes? If you shoes? have them, and they're expensive. They're you want to show them shoes. off. Anyway. Oh, also, how did she get baby vomit out of that black outfit so quickly? <laughs> like, baby vomits on her. I guess she was in that jump jump for longer than we thought. Like, how long is this day? <laughs> also, the children in the jump jump or the bounce house, I guess we should say. Because oh, yeah. nobody, I've never heard it called a jump jump ever in my entire I know. life. When they were saying, oh, the jump jump, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> a jungle gym? <laughs> also, why were there so many children at their house? Um, Did they ever explain I that? Know. Listen. Like, yeah, they said it was the neighborhood kids because there was a jump jump in the backyard. They didn't get so, Christmas like, presents at that house. We we forsake all material <laughs> Christmas things except for the fucking jump jump, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, the children in that bounce house were so violent with Reese Witherspoon. Like at one point, one kid was literally like slamming her head into like the floor of the I bounce know. house. Yeah, that like you would not do that to a full-grown adult. Yeah, I don't even think you'd play keep away from a full-grown adult. Like, I don't think I would do that. I don't know. All she needed to do was say, I peed on that in the bathroom. Um, initially. And it would have avoided all of it. But she did conquer a childhood fear. So at least she got that out of the Sure. <laughs> and I know they tried to fat shame her with the giant sweater. I thought the giant sweater looked very cute. Yeah. I wanted to wear it. That scrapbook was traumatizing, though. It's so mean. Like, I always feel bad when yeah. they hire these girls to be Yeah, like in, in the actual photos. Like, I didn't mention this last episode, but the Biff Your Girlfriend Wolf. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's mean. Like, I mean, I do know in oh, wait, that wait, 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 wait. specific. The, uh, in that, yes. John Hughes, like, it was a boy like with a wig on because he didn't want an actual girl to be in the photo but the sentiment is still problematic they're just making fun of all of these like models that they hired yeah. to make these photos happen i'm like this sucks this sucks so yeah, much yeah in in home alone it was one of the writers like sons that they just like they're like this will be easier so we're not actually shaming a girl for looking like a boy we're just like you know, like, oh, it's... And that kid do, a, did do, know, like, whatever. an extremely, like, uh, exaggerated face. Hideous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, but purposely no, But bad. this movie yeah. 
was worse. They photoshopped a baby to look <laughs> much worse. Fatter, quote unquote. Yeah. And they were all like viciously making fun of it. I'm like, this is your child. Yeah. And like the like her like fat camp or get fit camp and her sister's like she lost three whole pounds it only took her the whole summer and i'm like this is horrible so toxic. i'm like no wonder she doesn't come home yeah and so the fact that the end of the movie she's like oh yeah we didn't tell her family that i was pregnant it's like yeah because they probably would have body shamed her the whole pregnancy you this movie is about you do not have to talk to your toxic family but you do need to talk to your partner and like chosen family yeah, I get that. Yes. I just don't think it was executed very well. That is, it was like fine. I think the concept for this movie is really interesting because, especially in our generation, I feel like so many people our age have divorced parents. That's true, and like probably more than yeah. any other generation before us. Like I'm sure that's a stat. Um, so, like I think this movie could have been done really well and interestingly and like could really a lot of people could relate to it but this was a bad execution of that it was concept. a it was a fine first attempt <laughs> because like how much media do you see of like people in their 30s or whatever having to deal with divorce parent dynamics yeah not it's, a lot yeah this is this is media for i would appreciate i know i'm like <laughs> i would appreciate more content because <laughs> The older we get, the this is like our lives. <laughs> we have we all have at least two Christmases. Gray's about to get four, or he's probably already kind of navigating Woo. four. Four <laughs> so. Christmases, I gave you my heart. <laughs> Luckily, Meg's fam. Oh fuck, are we the ones with the crazy family? Yes. Yeah, Gray. Yeah. Duh. Yes. What do you think this podcast is for? <laughs> Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this podcast is just mining through that trauma. <laughs> I would I would make a joke about because this is cheaper than therapy, but we're all in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Holland, what are your post show scores? Um, I bumped my sit through to a five. I'm just putting it in the middle because I still did not love this movie. And I bumped my can we follow to a seven. I've kept everything else where I had it before. So I have nostalgia three, sit through five, appropriate seven, hold up four, can we follow this seven? All right. I bumped up my appropriate for children to a four. <laughs> okay. But I took can I follow down from a nine to an eight? I genuinely believe that you're appropriate for children's... What is yours? I have a seven. Great. Yours should at least be a five. It should be true neutral. I don't think a child is going to get... Like, are they going to have fun? No. <laughs> but neither do adults. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they won't get the movie. They'll watch the violence, and maybe that'll be fun. Google me, bitch. <laughs> Is like the only swear word in the movie. Like it's. I know. I really don't remember any swearing. Yeah. Honestly. All right. I'll br I'll bring it up to a five. Okay. And then what was your other problematic one? Hold up four. Again, it's like. Actually, I don't know if I. Can <laughs> what was your scores? I, don't know. I remembered. I remembered. We the, both had four. The classism at the early part of the movie, and I'm like. <sighs> four. You had four too. Yeah. 
Uh, this might be the best I can do. Yeah. Hold on. I'm just seeing if there's um, literally anything. Not even like an extra nostalgic point for like San Francisco Holland. I don't remember. That's in there. I didn't remember We've, anything no. from We've done this, this movie. I actually though. didn't. I actually didn't even remember that they are in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, no, remember we've we've done this for other movies as well. Where if we can't remember the movie, the, itself, San Francisco is part of this. I tr- Allegra. All I remembered was like the first like five minutes of this movie. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I'm just, I really. I'm just. Trying. I've seen it once. Seeing if there's any water left in that well. <laughs> what about you, Gray? What are your scores? I have Nostalgia, three. Sit Through Ability, eight. Appropriate for Children, five. Does It Hold Up, four. Can I Follow, eight. All right, that's as good as it's going to get, guys. <laughs> All right, Gray, what, <laughs> what's the final score before bonus points? Final score before bonus points is a 54. I thought it was at least. A it's six. higher than Grease too. Yeah, that's I thought it true. Was a, I thought it was gonna at least get a six. And we gave Grease two four bonus points, <laughs> 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 and it ended with a forty-eight. Listen, I I thought this movie was at least a D minus. I thought it was at least a sixty out of one hundred. Because there were genuine laugh out loud moments. What's the score? Fifty-four. Like, when's the last time we watched, like, a kind of shit movie, less than 60-point movie, that actually made you, like, genuinely laugh? I'll bump up my sit-through to a seven. Woo! I think I'm just... 56. Yeah. That's all all I'll do for you. Because I agree. I'm like... I definitely... I agree. I don't think that that score is reflective. I feel like it's, like... D minus. I do it's agree. D minus. Like D minus. I feel like level. this is a sixty I will bring up my nostalgia to a four, and my appropriate for children to a six. Okay, Thank you. so you have so fifty-eight. I'm glad, I'm glad we yeah. all talked about this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course you are. But you have to admit, like... I better get this fucking treatment if I get Fred Claus, you bitches, okay? I've never seen Justice for George. George of the Jungle has 15 points on this movie, Greg. Yeah, it deserves way more. Are you kidding me? 15 points is a lot. As someone with not a lot of points, 15 points is a lot. Okay, great. Do you want to give any bonus points? Yes. I do want to give bonus points for the genuine laugh I got when the kid said, Google me, bitch. He said, what? He said, Google me. You might want to look me up sometime, Barbara. I know. I'm like, is that a reference to something? I have no idea. No, and that's why it was so hilarious. So I support. I support that. I'm gonna give a bonus point to um, John Favreau and his wife's entire taboo session. We didn't even get into the nativity play because I thought it was hilarious. But if you guys didn't, then never mind. No, it was funny, but not like crazy funny. This yeah. child is a blessing to the both of us. I was. My one note from that was like of. It's very Christian of him to center the men in this narrative. 
I know. Everyone's I did like, have that thought too. I'm like, no wonder they're cheering. They were cheering so much when he was like, fuck this slag, unfit mother. And I'm like, that's Mary. People really like Mary. <laughs> yeah. This cult is like, this fuck cult. women. Like, fuck it. It's all about Joseph. <laughs> Yeah, because that's who people love, Joseph. You go to Italy, yeah, they the cuck. fucking love Joseph over there. The Bible's cuck. Yeah. God, this is God's kink, right? Um. All right, so you got right. a 60. Thank you. You've argued you us a up 60. to a 60. Thank you. 60 with um, bonus points. So to put that in perspective... The only movie that has scored below it so far <laughs> is Grease 2, which was defended, defended and chosen by Allegra. <laughs> this was pre-draft. You're never going to live it down. Oh, I'm not the closest that movie again. to it. What? The closest movie to it is My Teacher Ate My Homework, which got a 62. I can't believe I beat Although I can. I think I had a much better time watching My Teacher Ate My Homework. What? You hated My Teacher Ate My Homework. You had more fun watching My Teacher Ate My Homework? Yes. You eviscerated that movie. Allegra, to be fair, it scored a much higher appropriate for children average. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a children's movie. I probably, I think I also had a higher nostalgia for it. <laughs> but, yeah. You know? We yeah. had, but to be fair, also, my teacher at my homework had a much lower sit through ability <laughs> score. <laughs> also fair. So, so maybe you know, we are good it at ca- points. <laughs> <laughs> it all balances out eventually. So, great. Maybe we are good at points. Yeah. Right? Maybe I, think, I think I enjoyed. My teacher I read homework because it was no. just sillier. <laughs> yes. And because there wasn't as much to bring it down in terms of like holding up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, both of so these movies were pretty it was, shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, spin the wheel. Um, Wait, Grace got so trivia. Right? Well, I want to get yeah into a little bit of trivia to get paint the picture of what happened around this movie. So... Budget was eighty million, oh probably just God. for salaries. Yeah, my honestly. assumption is just to there pay for all of, all of the stars. A lot of big names. Every parent in this movie is an Oscar winner. Yeah. Oh my God. What yeah. did what did so, Step Mom from Step Brothers win an Oscar for? I don't know. I'll look it up on IMDb. Um, but speaking of IMDb, actually, wait, sorry, sorry, eighty million box office. After a while, apparently, $163.7 million. Oh, wow. So it, like, so it made double. Um, so some trivia. According to reports, Reese, Witherspo- uh, Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn hated each other during filming. And nobody knows why, really. Interesting. Um, during production, a number of stories leaked to the press about tension on set. Um, the Daily News quoted, quote unquote, spies who gossiped about how the star's personalities clashed. Quote, Vince rolls onto the set in the morning looking like he just came in from a night out. I think that's just probably what he looks like. <laughs> While Reese will have arrive, will arrive early looking camera ready. 
Um, then Reese tries to force Vince into blocking out each scene and running through their lines as Vince tries to convince her that he's an ad libber and wants to play around and see where the scene goes. Definitely it got so libber. bad. It got so bad that Reese refused to film a sexy, a steamy sex scene with Vaughn. Also, a little, uh, not, what's the word I'm thinking of? Theory. John Favreau played Monica's millionaire boyfriend, Pete, in Friends, but they broke up when he wanted to become the ultimate cage fighter. Oh my gosh. In this movie, he plays a cage fighter. Is this his future? (laughs) Was his name actually Dallas or whatever? Was he (laughs) Dallas or Denver? I can't remember. He was... He was Denver. I think. Um, let me look it up. Eh, never mind. Yeah, he was Denver. Uh, some some 2008 trivia. Top song was Low by Flo Rida. Oh with Tim T-Pain. McGraw was Dallas? Sorry. <laughs> I'm on IMDb. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on IMDb. And I'm like, wow, I did not never know what Tim McGraw looked like. <laughs> Me neither. I, I um, think they wasted a lot of money. On Tim McGraw. I think they went, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, that even, budget was mostly actors. No wonder they couldn't get him back for the mom's house. Like, he, like only John Favreau shows up to the mom's Christmas and not Tim McGraw. I guess so. They were like, we don't have enough money to waste on Tim McGraw anymore. They're like, <laughs> he's only on set for one day. We yeah. got to work with what we got. Yeah. The, the big movies to watch in 2008 were not this movie, but <laughs> WALL-E, Tropic Thunder, Iron Man, Slumdog Millionaire, and The Dark Knight. Um, the most famous person in America around this time was most likely Usain Bolt. Oh. Because of the 2008 Olympics. Um, the big book that came out was The Hunger Games. Ah. And I thought I had more, but I guess not. So there's 2008 for you. Uh, the election. There's Obama four Christmases for you. Um, oh yeah, there a lot of Palin quotes were getting oh, thrown I'm around. Sure, I'm sure, Tina Fey as Sarah Palin was big. Um, I got my driver's license. Reminds um. me of eighth grade, early ninth grade. <laughs> so awkward. Allegra graduated from eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. All four cast members portraying the parents are Oscar winners. Robert Duvall for. Tender Mercies. I don't know that I movie. Heard of that. Uh, Sissy. SpaceX. SpaceX for the coal miner's daughter. I want to see. John Voight for Coming Home. And Mary Steenbergen for Melvin and Howard. They're all pretty heavy hitters. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. I feel like they I don't wasted... know any of those movies. I don't know any of those for, movies either. I've but... heard of the coal miner's daughter in pop culture but i've definitely heard of all of those actors <laughs> yes absolutely i, don't know, I, feel like I mean um, fucking carrie is his mom like <laughs> and but i feel like all the parents only get like bit parts for the most part like they have to shove four christmases in this movie, yeah and the parents don't have a lot of like i think all the parents did an amazing job because they are very talented people but i'm just like why why they barely get any screen time and you're $80 million, like, you didn't make a lot of profit <laughs> off of this. I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, well, that's this fucking movie. Um, <laughs> let's see what I have to defend. 
Uh, I love spinning the wheel when it's not for me. <laughs> All right, Gray. I'm spinning the wheel. This could decide okay. my fate. <laughs> or at least help. No! God damn it! No. Uh, no. Uh, it's Fred Claus. Respin. Respin. You did this. It's your movie. You absolutely have to do Fred Claus. Oh, I don't want to watch it. I, I had to do four Christmases. Ray has to do four Claus. Fred Claus. Claus. I'll spin it once more just for fun because we all did it. Yeah, we all just want to see. <laughs> you got it again! <laughs> oh, fuck. Double Fred Claus! <laughs> the wheel just wants you to have it, man. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can we stream Fred Claus? <laughs> Your one last hope. <laughs> Yeah, it's on oh. HBO Max. Damn you, HBO. <laughs> I guess HBO just has all the Vince Vaughn Christmas movies. Fuck, I don't want to watch this. Do we have to record this this week? On Saturday. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, well, um, you can follow us on social media, at Sibs on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can email us at latchkeysibs at gmail.com. And yeah, next week, Fred Claus, baby. Goodbye. It's terrific. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Cause no matter how far away you roam, if you want to be happy in a million ways. For the holidays you can't beat home, sweet home.